Hello there and welcome to MMA Fight Club. I'm your host, Manny Galarza. Today we're breaking down Ryzen 33 coming up on Friday the 31st of December with a 12 a.m. Eastern start time. So kind of exciting. This is not going to be the night of New Year's Eve, so don't get it twisted. It's not going to be like 12 a.m. on the 1st. It's going to be 12 a.m. the night before New Year's. So if you're not doing nothing the night before New Year's, like my old ass will be home with my kids, probably relaxing, looking at some movies or whatever. Um, I'll be catching some of these fights. So it's going to be a full card. We got some newbies in the card. We got some guys that actually have some experience, some people with some UFC experience. But nonetheless, we're going to break this thing down. We'll start with the prelims, work our way all the way up to the end. Now, we are going to discuss some parlays at the end because some of these fights might get a little chalky on the money line, um, especially with the big favorites. But we'll talk about some parlay scenarios. If you got a book that offers it, great. I have no money line information yet on any of these fighters. So when we talk about the money line in this breakdown, we're going to speculate what the money line might be. We don't have any money line numbers as of yet. There is going to be a chance to win a prize in this video. So pay attention. Pay attention. The first three people that respond the right way in the video will get that prize. So here we go. Let's jump All into right. it. So the card opens up with an amateur bout in the featherweight division between Yushi and Miura. This is their first fight for both fighters. They're 0-0-0, both out of Japan. The big difference is that Yushi is 33 years old and Miura is 14 years younger and 19 years old. Now, Miura trains at a Brave Gym, which is a decent gym there in Japan. I don't know much about Yushi, but I'm going to guess. I'm just guessing here based on his profile picture. It looks like he's in very good shape, but 33 years old. Kind of a bit of a late start here. I'm thinking that um, Miura, who's at a pretty good gym, probably is the prospect they're looking to push here. Um, amateur bout. So I'm going to choose Kota Miura to win the fight. Um, as we mentioned in the introduction here, we don't have money line here on these guys. I'm going to guess the money line is going to be close, like minus 200, minus 150-ish for, for Kota over Yushi. Um, but there's a lot of unknowns here. And could the Yushi come, could Yushi come in here with 33-year-old man strength, quote-unquote man strength, over the younger guy who's only 19 years old? Yeah, that could happen. All right, so next fight up on the card is going to be a um, about between Kazumu, Kazuma. Oh, by the way, feel very much fun to put in the comments how bad I'm pronouncing the names. I set myself up for this. I knew when I went over this card, I'm like, wow, I don't have experience pronouncing a lot of Far Eastern, Japanese, Asian, uh, Chinese, uh, North Korean, South Korean. Um, I, I'm not good at pronouncing those names. So feel free to put in the comments section any jokes you want to make on me. And if you happen to be from the Far East, I apologize in advance. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm going to do the best I can here. So Kazuma Son versus Shinobu Ata. What we've got here is a veteran, a guy who's fought almost 50 total MMA fights here in Kazuma, 24-21-1, has lost seven of his last eight fights, got really cracked two fights ago. There's actually some film, link, some film links in the description if you want to watch some of these guys' prior fights. For Sone, he's kind of okay at everything, not great at any one thing. Um, okay on the ground at times, but can be submitted. Seems to gas out the end of round one, end of round two if he gets there. Um, and man, I don't know. I think at this point, a lot of a lot of mileage on those tires. Here you got a guy in Ata. At first glance, you're like, oh, one and one. So he's got two total fights. But you got to look back a little further. He's actually got a 2016 Olympic silver medal in uh, Roman Greco wrestling. So the guy's got a phenomenal wrestling base. Has wrestled since the time of grade school um, and just actually officially gave up wrestling, I guess, about two years ago to actually pursue now mixed martial arts full time. And so he's taking it serious. He's a wrestler, a grappler, not exciting to watch him fight. One and one lost his first fight by submission via armbar. Um, chalked it up as a guy who's a veteran, just kind of got the best of him. So I think Ata's the guy they're trying to push here. Um, seems to have some fanfare. Fa fanfare. Um, decent fighter. Again, very good wrestler. If you watch the one win he had his last fight, that link's in the description as well. He just out-wrestles his opponent. It's not exciting. Just grabs him, brings him to the ground. 
owns ground and pound, and does land some pretty good shots in the ground. I think in this fight here, he goes to 2-1. and one. Again, I think as well, he's the fighter they're trying to push here. They're giving him a veteran here at 33 years old um, who's just had a, you know, a lot of fights, a lot of fights, and again, lost seven of his last eight fights. So next up on the card, we've got... Uh, now this fight, I'm going to talk a little bit more about. It's the first women's fight in the card. We've got Rina Kubura, Kubura versus Siwu si Park. All right, now... At first glance, I really like Rina Kabuta, and I still like her to win the fight. When the money line comes out, I'm expecting this to be like a minus 250 to minus 300 in favor of Rina Kabuta, mostly because I think she is the hype, right? But when you watch Siwoo Park on film, like watch her fight, she's pretty well balanced, strong, good cardio, could take a punch, um, doesn't seem to be bleeding. For Rina Kabuta, like I have some film links in the description to watch some of her prior fights. She's a bleeder. Um, the way she's just her facial structure, right? She's got a lot of puffiness around like her top of her eyes, right? It's just a very puffy, like just, you could just see it, right? That area, which is always prone to be cut for on anybody, it seems to get cut easier in her. So she get, did some, do some damage, get some damage to her face in her last fight that she actually won. Now she's won four fights in a row. She's a bit of a rising veteran at this point where Cebu Park, Cebu Park, excuse me, is making her rising debut. Okay. Cebu Park has not fought very good competition, very low level competition. She's five and four in that competition. Whereas the 12 and three Rina Kabuta, who's four won her last five fights, four fight winning streak from Japan is going to be the one I think that they're really pushing here to win. She'll have more support. She'll have support in the money line. Whereas Cebu Park from South Korea, 30 years old, coming in here, first rising fight. It's going to be tougher. But all that said, Watching film on Siwoo Park, she doesn't seem to be any kind of a pushover. Not surprised if maybe she could upset uh, Rini, R R uh, Rina Kubota if, the, if, again, the money line favors Rina, which I believe it will. So height-wise, about the same. Reach-wise, based upon watching film on Siwoo Park, her arm's a little bit shorter, so I think Rina's going to have an advantage there. For gyms, actually, Siwoo Park trains at a very good gym. Busan Team MAD, which is in South Korea, is a good gym. That's where some of the top South Korean fighters train out of. As for Rina, she trains out of Caesars Gym, which I'm not much, you know, not very familiar with. Anyway, with that said, I, I like um, Rina to win the fight. I think she goes on to a 5-5 five, five winning streak here, so let's move on. All right, this next fight's a doozy here at the light heavyweight division. We've got Atsushi Saito versus Yuta Kubu. If you hadn't had the luxury yet of going on Tapology and looking up at Atsushi Saito's profile picture, check it out sometime. <laughs> I don't know why this is his profile picture. It looks like he's a child who was like just, the candy was just taken away from him. He's having a temper tantrum. He's like, mom, give me back my, my, my candy or give me back my toy. These profiles on Tapology are controlled by the fighters. They can go and change them, do whatever they want to do. So, Terrible profile picture, I'm sorry to say it. So anyway, Atsushi Saito versus Yuta Kubu. Yuta Kubu goes by the Smiling Sniper. Now, I did watch a fight on him because he actually fought um, one of the fighters also on this card. So his prior fight was against Shinobu, Shinobu Ata, where he got out-wrestled for three rounds, couldn't get up, couldn't get off the you know, off the mat, um, couldn't defend the takedowns. Uh, showed a decent chin, took some hard strikes on the bottom, you know, did a little bit of boxing when he was on his feet, but just couldn't stand his feet. Now, that's what I know of this guy. As for Atsushi Siato, um, he's 4-9-1. Yikes. Okay, a little rough there. He is coming off of back-to-back -back wins, custom rules bout in Ryzen, um, and a custom rule bout in breaking down one. So, interesting record. Um, he's got a little more experience. I'm going to side with Yuta Kubu. I thought he was very athletic against Ata. Um, I saw him moving around, at least when he wasn't just on the ground. you getting taken down. I'm not sure about this guy, Atsushi Siato. Doesn't look like in the best of shape. Uh, lingering around a very you know poor record of 4-9-1. and one. 
Um, so I'm going to side with Yutakuba, but again, he's not very experienced. I wouldn't go running to the window on this fight. And I would imagine the line's going to probably open up somewhere on the side of Yutakubu. How much? Probably somewhere in that minus 200, minus 300 range, you know, um, if you have a book that's going to actually have this fight. So let's move on. Next up, we've got another women's bout in the atomweight division between Ayaka Kamasaki and Sika Izawa. Izawa is 4-0, undefeated fighter. Both fighters are from Japan. Izawa is 24 years old, 5'2 in height. She trains out of Takmoto Dojo. As for, as for Hamasaki, 23-3, so she's a bit of a veteran, 4-1 in her last five fights, um, has a lot of experience in Ryzen. This will be Sika Izawa's Ryzen debut. Um, Hamasaki is 39 years old, getting up there in years, 15 years, the, eight, the, the veteran here over Izawa. She's 5-1 in height, one in shorter than Izawa. She's out of AACC. Now, on first glance, the age is definitely, to me, a factor here. I think Ayaka Hamasaki has had a wonderful career. That's why she's 23-3, very high winning percentage. And more times than not, in her prime, she's probably going to take this fight over Sika Izawa, who's 24 years old, very young, up and coming, yes, undefeated, hard hands, good fighter, on a winning streak, obviously, great start to her career. But I think age is a factor, so I'm going to slightly lean towards Izawa. My fear on picking Izawa is that Hamasaki's still having, like a, she, I think she's still going to have a speed advantage. Even though she's older, she's about to be 40 years old here in three months, she still has a quickness advantage. She's a slightly smaller fighter, and she's got quick twitch action, whereas Zika Izawa, a little more plodding, a little slower in her approach. So I'm going to slightly favor here Izawa to win the fight, the up-and-coming newbie here at 24 years old, and it's, again, mostly based on age. But, man, if Ayaka Hamasaki comes out here, shows her veteran prowess, pulls off a, a submission win or pulls out a decision win, I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, bet this one with caution. I would say the money line probably comes out here with Ayaka Hamasaki, the favorite, like probably like minus 125 to minus 150, like almost a pick em. And then maybe that'll swell to like minus 250 or so because she's the more known fighter out in that far, part of the world. But again, I like Sika Izawa to come in here, the, the newbie, 24 years old, to come in here and get a win. So we've got a heavyweight bout between Shoma Shibasai and Hideki Sakin. Sakin is 10, 10 and 5 overall, 3 and 2 in his last 5 fights. Both fighters are from Japan. Sakin is 48 years old. Yes, he's 48 mofo years old. He trains out of Bonsai Jiu-Jitsu. Um, as for Shoma Shibasai, he's 7 and 2 overall, 4 1 in his last 5 fights. 30 years old, so 18 years the junior, six foot three in height. So he's gonna have a five inch height advantage. He's out of Honey Trap. Now, if you haven't seen Sakin fight, even before when he was younger, this dude was never like the quickest of people or most fleet of foot per se. Um, at 48, he's not any faster. So what, what's gonna happen here for me is this is pretty simple. If Shoma Shibasi, Shoma, yeah, Shiba, Shiba, Shiba Oh my gosh, these names are tough for me. Um, if Shoma doesn't win the fight just strictly based upon like output alone, um, then I could see him submitting Sakin. Sakin is just up there in years. He's a guy who way past his prime, obviously. Um, Shoma's got a Bellator win, you know, on, on his on his record. It's a round one key lock. I'm sorry, round one leg lock. 49 seconds over Sergey Shimatov. So a decent, okay, Russian prospect, you know. Um, he's got two two rising wins in his last three wins on a three-fight winning streak. I believe clearly he's the prospect we're trying to position here to get a win over a very old fighter that's way, way past his prime. Um, now for Hideki Sakin, in his, you know, better days, you know, he's fought in one championships. Um, you know, he's fought in deep cage impact. Um, he started he started his career a little late. 2009 was his first actual fight in MMA as a pro. So, yeah, awkward career. Um, had a wrestling background. But in this, in this situation here, look, it, it's it's nice the old man's coming out here to fight. He doesn't look 48 years old, so I give him that. 
But at the end of the day here, I think Shoma Shabasi um, or Shibasai, gosh, I keep saying that name wrong. Um, I think he's the one who comes out of here with a win. It, how does the money line look going in? I'm going to guess you're going to have Shibasai, like something big, like minus 450 to minus 500 on the opening numbers. And then somewhere from there, it'll swell because the reality is here, um, this is not a fair fight. <laughs> you know, Hideki Sakin is a guy who's way, way past any kind of fighters, you know, prime years of, of fighting. Um, this is more of just like, you know, the fact that he's from Japan. He is a heavyweight. He is well known. He's got a fan base. I mean, but the reality is he's going to be, you know, 50 years old next year. I'm sorry, 49 years old next year. Um, so anyway, it's what it is. Um, I like uh, Shoma Shibasai. Okay, next up on the card is going to be a lightweight bout between Noah Bay from the United States and Koji Takata from Japan. The Japanese fighter is 12 and 2 overall, 4 and 1 in his last five fights. He's 26 years old, 5 foot 7 in height. He's also out of Brave Gym, which we mentioned another fighter was out of earlier in the card. As for Noah Bay, who goes by the Black Panther, he's 1 and 1, so very little experience. He's out of Tokyo, Japan, even though he's born and raised in the United States, 26 years old, 5 foot 10 in height. He's out of Naramasu Dojo. Now, at first glance, of course, 12 and 2 is a little more impressive than 1 and 1. But Noah Bay is very athletic, and don't let that one-on-one record fool you. He does have a lot of kickboxing experience in his background. So he just recently transitioned from, from kickboxing to MMA. He's got experience fighting, decent kickboxer. But here's what I fear big time for this guy. He's coming into a part of the world. He's going to be fighting in front of a predominantly Japanese crowd. Um, that fan base is going to be ooing and eyeing every time that Koji Takata even lands any kind of punch, or even if he doesn't even land a punch, he just gets close to landing something, the crowd's going to be like, ah, you know, whereas when Noah Bay does something, the crowd's going to be like, ooh, you know, so that's going to add up over the course of three rounds. I think this fight does go to decision. It is a lightweight bout. Um, both athletic fighters, both very durable. I think, you know, if they fought this fight in a neutral standing, um, or maybe even the United States, I think Noah Bay can get him. I think he win the fight. But in this situation here, the veteran um, experience, the name, He's been in Ryzen before. Um, for Takeda, is this his first? I'm sorry, for Noah Bay, is this his first fight? Let me look in uh, for Ryzen. Um, no, it's not, actually. So for, for Noah Bay, this will be his uh, third fight in Ryzen. For um, Takeda, this will be his uh, fourth fight in Ryzen. He's coming off a loss to Yachi. So anyway, yeah, I like Takeda, the hometown guy, to win the fight here ever so slightly, maybe over a split decision over Noah Bay. Next up, we got an interesting fight here, the featherweight division between Kiyohi Hajiwara and Hiroki Suzuki. Now, first of all, Suzuki, who goes by the general killer, he hails from Japan, 37 years old. He's 1-0 mixed martial arts. So you're like, what the F is going on here? Out of Aries gym, pretty good gym. Pull up his tapology, then you're like, oh, he's not really 1-0. He's like 25 and whatever, or whatever his record is. The dude has a ton of fighting experience. Muay Thai boxing, Shootbox bouts, um, just a ton of this experience. It goes all the way back to 2008. So you're talking about a guy who's been in the, in the cage, in the octagon, whatever, something of that nature for a lot of fights. The Miss Martial Arts thing is just a brand new thing for him. He fought one fight in Ryzen. That was um, October of uh, 2021. So coming off of that fight, he's being very active, going to fight again here at the end of December, um, going up against a decent fighter in Hajiwara. But the reality is, to me, this is simple. They're trying to push Suzuki, a guy who has a big back background and a different promotion, doing kickboxing the whole nine. He's a prospect. He looks like he's 18 years old. His profile picture looks like he's 18 years old. Here you got a guy, Kiyohi Hajiwara, who, I mean, for lack of better words, is fighting at a 500 level. Okay, he's 5-4. and four. I think he falls to 5-5 five and five here. He's an okay fighter, doesn't do anything amazing, um, tends to go to decision in his fights that he, you know, that he loses. All you have to do is kind of push his pace a little bit. Um, so I just saw nothing impressive from him on film. I think clearly this fight is is for um, Suzuki to win. I like him to win the fight. 
My one concern about the age here for Suzuki at 37 is he had a lot of fighting experience again. So what's that wear and tear been like? What's his body like? Um, this guy's 26 years old. So Kiyoi Hachiwara, would he be fresher in the fight? I don't know. A lot, a lot of questions here in this one. The money line should look very close. I would imagine the money line is going to come in here opening, favoring Suzuki slightly, like minus 150 to minus 200 in favor of Suzuki. So bet with caution because I think there's a lot of variables here. Uh, Kiyoi Hajiwara, even though I'm not impressed with his film, he is very young, 26 years old. He could be making improvements. Um, as for Suzuki, kickboxing is phenomenal. Shooto boxing is phenomenal. The Muay Thai is phenomenal. Very well-rounded. Um, wish he would have started earlier for his mixed martial arts career. That's all. So let's move on. All right, next fight up on the card is going to be a featherweight bout between Yutaka Saito and Makura Asakura. Asakura is 15-3 overall, 3-2 in his last five fights. Both fighters hail from Japan. Asakura is 29 years old, 5'10 in height. He's at a Triforce Jiu-Jitsu Academy. As for Yutaka, he's 25 and 2 overall, 4 1 his last five fights, 34 years old, 2 inches shorter at 5 foot 8. He's at a Paraestra Kaiwa, Kaiwa, uh, Kaiwa Jim. I apologize for the mispronunciation here. Um, this is a tough one here. I can see how Asakura, who's coming in with a little bit of steam. Now, 2 and 2 in his last five fights are kind of up and down, like lost 1, 1 1, lost 1, 1 1. He's actually due for a loss now. I can see how the 29 years old, 29 years old, younger, he's coming in with some steam, um, pretty good fighter, trains at a decent gym there. Um, but at the same time, I'm concerned that Sayeta, who's the veteran here, much more fights under his belt, 25 and 2, you know, good winning percentage, 34 years old, a little short of a fighter who have good leverage for wrestling and grappling. Um, I think he could also pull it off. So this one here is a toss-up. I don't feel very comfortable either way. If I had to choose, I guess Makuto Asakura probably wins the fight. The height advantage, trains at a very good gym. Um, you know, three losses on his record are, you know, decent opponents he lost to, um, especially the last two losses. So I think he comes in here having learned a lot from that recent experience and goes ahead and beats the veteran fighter. So I like Asakura to win. I think the money line will reflect that it's a close fight. So the money line will have maybe a pick'em situation here where one fighter may have slightly favored. Not sure who it is. Maybe, again, Yutaka because he's the veteran. But again, Makura Asakura is going to have the size advantage, reach advantage, pretty good fighter, coming in here with a lot of steam, a little younger, making bigger improvements. So again, I like Asakura to win the fight. Moving on up the carb, here the title bout in the lightweight division between Roberto de Souza from Brazil and Yasuki Yachi from Japan. Yachi's 23-11 overall, 3-2 in his last five fights, 31 years old, 5-9 in height. The name of his gym is called Crazy B. As for Roberto de Souza, who goes by Satoshi, he's got actually like a Japanese, or Satoshi, like a Japanese nickname. You'll hear why. He's 12-1 overall, 4-1 his last five fights, and he actually hails out of Japan, though he's from Brazil. 32 years old, 5-11 in height. He's out of Bonsai Jiu-Jitsu. So, according to Tapology, de Souza is the big favorite. It makes sense. Looking at the Tapology, you don't have to be a genius to realize that de Souza coming in here on a nice winning streak. Um, having finished his last, what, three or four fights in a row, um, a tremendous background in grappling. Look at in 2020 alone, he fought one, two, three, four, five grappling bouts, won all of them by submission, all of them in round one, has won his last three straight fights at mixed martial arts fights in round one by two triangle chokes and one ground and pound. The dude's on a winning streak. Um, as for Yachi, he is a good fighter. Like, he's got a good account of himself. 23 and 11, decent record overall. My concern for Yachi is he's lost against opponents that are much lower level than DeSouza. His last opponent, Juri Ahara, back in 2020, um, just a year or so ago, he lost by split decision against Ahara. Ahara is not as good as DeSouza. Souza's pretty damn good fighter. This is for the belt. I like DeSouza to win the fight. For money line purposes, I'm going to have to tell you it's not going to be good. Um, I think this fight opens up around minus 400 to minus 500. I think it's going to be huge, huge numbers in, in favor of DeSouza. Um, so from that standpoint, you really can't bet it. Um, if you do have a book that offers you 
a prop bet, I would take Sosa by submission. <laughs> Sosa round one by submission or Sosa round two by submission, but he gets it done here either way. So I like Sosa to win. Next up, we got a bantamweight bout between two Japanese fighters, Yuki Mutaya and Yutu Hakamura. Hakamura's 14, 10, and two overall, two and three in his last five fights. He hails from Osaka, Japan, 28 years old, five foot six in height. He trains out of Pease Lab, Osaka, and Pancreas. Pancras, I know it sounds like a pancreas, but it's pancras. I apologize for the mispronunciation. As for Yuki Mataya, he's 28 and 10 overall, 3 and 2 in his last five fights, 32 years old, so four years the senior of Hakamura. He's 5 foot 7 in height, so one inch taller. We don't have reach number in either fighter. Based upon watching film on them, their reach looks comparable to their height, so I'd say, like, I don't know, 60 inch, 62 inch reach, something of that nature. All right, so. Talking numbers here, numbers. Looks like Mataya is the big favorite, getting 92% of the votes here and only 8% of the votes coming in for Hakamura on the early vote takers on Tapology. I agree. Um, I like Mataya to win the fight. Um, but, you know, Hakamura is a decent fighter. The, the, the record doesn't help him. When you see the 14, 10, and 2, it's almost 500. You're thinking, oh, this guy kind of sucks. It's not that bad. He's 28 years old. He is still making improvements. He will be one inch shorter. Um, a bit more of a wrestler, grappler, not a great striker. His striking's a little bit raw. And that's where Yuki Mataya is going to have a big advantage, striking-wise. So if this fight goes a distance, he wins by decision. I think that's the most likely path here is that Yuki Mataya is going to be busier with the leg kicks, busier with the striking. Cleaner striking, more volume, wins in that category. And that's enough for him to walk away with a W. Now, for Yuki Mataya, what's his weakness in his game? You know, he's an okay grappler. He can be finished. He can be stopped. He has been stopped before. He is coming off of a KO loss in his last fight, which was back in uh, September, not too long ago. So, you know, for him, he needs a win too. He's been finished in two of his last four fights, rear naked choke and a KO loss. And then going back before that, he got he got choked in round one by Patchy Mix in 2019 and went on a three-fight losing streak against guys like Victor Henry, Hermosa Ayakubu, which I can't pronounce that in Patchy Mix. But those are some names you might recognize from like the MAC or the UFC scene, Victor Henry and Patchy Mix. So anyway, he's fought okay competition, Yuki that is. He's lost against okay competition. Um, so in this fight, I like Yuki Mataya to win the fight. But I'm not surprised if it gets greasy and it's close. It goes to decision and even maybe a split decision win here for Yuki um, yeah, I'm calling Yuki Mataya by a split, ugly-ass, greasy decision. The co-main event features a bantamweight bout between two Japanese fighters, Hiromasa Ayokukuba, apologize for the mispronunciation, versus Naoki Anuhu. Anuhu's actually got some UFC experience we'll talk about here. Both fighters are from Japan. Naoki Anuhu is 15-2 overall on a winning streak, 5-0 in his last five fights. Fighting out of New York City, New York, 24 years old in six months, 5'8 in height with 71-inch reach. He's out of Longo and Weidman MMA, which is obviously based out of New York. As for Hiramasa Ayokukubu, he's 23-5-2 overall, 4-1 in his last five fights. He hails from Japan and fights out of Japan, 34 years old, 5'3 in height, no reach number here. Five-inch height advantage there for Naoki Anuhu, okay? He'll also have a reach advantage, but we just don't know how much because we don't have a reach number here on Hiramosa, who trains out of Parestra Matasuro. So, um, I can vouch for Long and Weidman MMA, pretty good gym for Naoki. Um, looking at Naoki's background, you can't help but to notice. Has a UFC win in 2017, four years ago, against Carlos John de Tamas. Um, it was a decision win, uh, 2017, four years ago. Follows that up with a UFC loss to Matt Schnell by split decision in 2018. And then from there gets cut, or actually gets left, get, basically gets out of his contract. Then fights in CFFC, loses by decision to Sean Santella. So, I mean, a UFC loss, a CFFC loss, Cage Fury, I mean, that's high-level promotion. Those were his only two losses. After that, 2019, he goes on to rip off one, two, three, four, five, 
Six straight wins with finishes in round one and one, two, three, four of those fights. Soccer kick was included, a rear naked choke in two fights. Three fights were rear naked choke. So look, the guy is on a tear. I like him to win the fight. The money line is going to probably be a little outrageous in favor of him because everyone knows that he's got some UFC background. Um, Hiramosa is a decent fighter, like three fight winning streak as well. Three fights in Ryzen um, has total of what? One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six, seven, seven fights in Ryzen. And in that period of time, he's only lost one of his Ryzen fights. So look, the guy's got experience, good fighter, but doesn't have the striking ability of Naoki Anu. Won't have the size advantage that, that Anu is going to have. Won't have the experience fighting the, the, the caliber of fighters that Anu would have. So I like Anu to win the fight. How do you bet it? By KO, if you have the prop available. If not, the money line is going to be a little too juicy or chalky in favor of new. I imagine it opens up somewhere like minus 700, minus 800, something crazy like that. I hope it opens up like minus 300, but it's probably not. So anyway, I like Anuo to win the fight. I'm not going to be alone there. Everyone's going to be liking him to win the fight. So could upset happen? Yeah, I just don't think so. I'll take Naoki. Oh, we're at the time to talk about the giveaway. $25 Amazon gift card to the first three people who can respond in the comments section. What is the meaning of jujitsu? Now, remember, you got to please like and subscribe first. First three people who go to the comments section in this video and write, what does the phrase jujitsu mean? Not Brazilian jujitsu, just jujitsu. Jump on it, guys. First three people win. Good luck. The last fight in the card is going to be a bantamweight bout between Kai Asakura and Kenta Takizawa, both Japanese fighters. Kenta 13-7 and seven overall, 3-2 and two in his last five fights. He fights out of Tokyo, Japan, 27 years old, 5'9 in height. He's at a reversal gym Tokyo standout. As for Kai Asakura, who's 18-3 and three overall, 4-1 in his last five fights. He's 28 years old, also fighting out of Japan, 5'8 in height. He's out of Triforce Jiu-Jitsu Academy. According to the public votes here, Asakura's the favorite, getting 98% of the votes here on Tapology. I agree. I like Asakura to win the fight. Looking at his Tapology, you can see why. Very successful in Ryzen. Then 2020, gets knocked out by Kyoji Hadaguchi. Well, Kyoji Hadaguchi's in Bellator. He's also a former UFC fighter. Um, his fight before that, he lost. Manel Cape, another current UFC guy or a guy who may be getting cut soon by the UFC. So look, last two losses since going back to what? 2017, last four or five years are against UFC Bellator level guys. When he's not fighting them, he's putting the work in, okay? He's won one, two, three, four, four Ryzen fights in his last five fights. Um, has more Ryzen experience before that. Again, in Ryzen, his only two losses are against Kyoji Hadaguchi and Manel Kopp. So very good experience, good fighter, 18 and three, solid record. Now his opponent, I do like Kenta. He's not a terrible fighter. I mean, he's three and two in his last five fights and three of those wins are in Ryzen. Um, now they're by decision. One was a two, was one was a first round knockout win over uh, Yuki Mataya, which we just talked about Mataya a minute ago. But anyway, the point is, um, I just don't think he's quite at the caliber here um, that Kai Asakura is. Asakura's gonna have a speed advantage. He's gonna have a bit of a size advantage. Um, I like him just top to bottom. I'm sorry, when I say size advantage, I don't mean length. Um, I mean thickness. Just a stronger fighter because he is five foot eight compared to the five foot nine here of Kento. But anyway, I like Asakura to win the fight. Money line's going to be chalky, guys, so it kind of sucks. Um, we'll put together a parlay here at the end when we summarize this whole uh, breakdown and we'll put together some kind of a parlay that makes some sense. But I think Kayasakura wins the fight. Money line's probably going to open up somewhere like in the minus 500 range. He's going to be a big favorite. He's a fan favorite. So um, how does he get it done? Ugh. Maybe knockout, maybe by decision. You hope it's a knockout, so it's exciting, but most likely it does go the distance. Kenta is a decent fighter. He's fairly durable. With that said, he did get, you know, um, to get his ass rear naked choke back in 2019 by Rafael Silva. 
Um, look, he can he can be finished. Anyone can be finished. But bottom line is, I like a Kaya Sanukuru to win Okay, this fight. brings us to the end of the breakdown. I want to go over some parlay ideas if you're looking to parlay some of these fights together. Um, and you may have to because some of these fights may be very, very chalky in the money line. So I'm going to give you like my top four or five pieces. And then from there, you kind of can build and mix and match. Um, and it is also dependent upon if you have a book that offers you a chance to bet on Ryzen. I use FanDuel and DraftKings. That's my main books. They don't offer it. I'm looking to sign up for a new book between now and the 31st of December so I get some action here on this Ryzen event. Anyway, the top ticket items I like here for your parlay pieces, the cornerstones, the ones I'm very confident in, Roberto de Souza, no-brainer. Kai Asakura in the main event, no-brainer. Naoki Inau, who's fighting Hiromasa Ayukubu in the co-main event, I like Naoki Inubu. Uh, Yuki Mutaya, I like those four. That's the co-main event, main event, the Coco main event and the fight before that. So those are all on the main card at the end. Even though the way they book this is like Ryzen puts it as all main card items. The point is the last four fights, like all, I like those four fights as cornerstone pieces for a uh, parlay piece. Now, going down to then to the earlier fights of the night, I like Shoma Shibasi to win his fight, who's fighting that 48-year-old old man. And I like Shinobu Ata, the uh, Olympic wrestler, the silver medalist, to beat Sone. So that's a six-legger there for a parlay. Put them together, you're probably getting some level of plus money. Um, I like those pieces a lot. If there's any one part of that piece there that I'm a little bit, maybe take a second glance at, the Mataya fight versus Hakamura. But everything else I feel confident in. Now, I do like I do like Yutaka Sayoto to win his fight against uh, Makuto, but not confident. Hiroki Suzuki, again, not confident. He's older. Um, I like Koji Takeda to win his fight, but again, not a lot of confidence. So, again, to repeat the confident picks, we like Asakura, Inui, Inui. Yuki Mataya, Roberto Souza, and then going down a little bit lower, Shoma Shibasi, and Shinobu Ata. Part of those pieces, with a little bit of luck, you never know, going to the new year with a few hundred bucks extra or maybe a few grand extra um, in your bankroll to work with. So thanks for joining us, guys. Happy holidays and happy new year.